Welcome back to episode 62 of the FPL Draft Up podcast. In this episode, we're looking ahead to game week 21. Welcome back to the FPL Draft Up podcast, the podcast dedicated to the official FPL Draft game. My name's Mitch and I'm your host for another roundup of some waiver options, hidden gems and general draft chat ahead of game week 21. So we're right in the thick of it now with the uh, Christmas and New Year fixtures. Uh, we've been reasonably lucky. Most of them have been going ahead. There have been a few postponements uh, sprinkled in and there are still some more to come over the coming weeks, I'm sure. Both confirmed and those we're yet to find out. Uh, at time of prepping this pod, the uh, the only fixture postponement we know about for game week 21, which is pretty hot off the press while I'm recording this, is the game between Leicester and Norwich. But also, given what we know from this week, I'd be surprised if there is any drastic change in the circumstances at Newcastle. And so their game away at Southampton is one I'd steer clear of on the waivers too. I'm sure Everton were quite popular pickups on the waiver wire ahead of game week 20 with their fixture against Newcastle. And so there will be quite a few managers out there, no doubt, a bit disappointed when that game was called off. The good news, though, is they are probably worth hanging on to for their home match against Brighton this weekend, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later. The big discussion point going into this game week is that there is a good, strong possibility some teams will have a double game week in game week 21. We already know that there are quite a few teams likely to have one in 22, but if uh, the speculation is anything to go by, there could be a few this week too. Now, as it stands, there have been no official announcements so it's going to be um, a case of keeping an eye on the news tomorrow. It could be coming out after the waiver deadline has already passed, but that doesn't mean we can't make the most of it in free agency. So without further ado, let's get into it. So as I said, the biggest thing to discuss ahead of Friday's waiver deadline is the possibility of some late additions to the Game Week 21 fixture list, resulting in some teams getting a double game week. And of course... Any and all speculation on this subject is derived from Ben Krellin's legendary spreadsheets, which I will link to in the description of this podcast, because if you consider yourself anything above a complete casual player, a follow of his account is basically essential. Now, it looks as though we are very likely to see a number of rescheduled games in Game Week 22, which you may want to factor into this week's waiver decisions, depending on how tight your league is. But it does also look like there could be a few teams getting a double this weekend in game week 21 with some fixtures adding to the midweek after. There is also the possibility that some of these teams end up with a double in both game weeks. And so uh, some of these teams could be playing four matches over the next two weeks. Now, as I said, as it stands, we don't have any official confirmation of any of these fixture changes yet. However, uh, Krellin reckons we should hear something by 6pm on Friday, so it could be some big pickups in free agency. So let's start off with those who are looking likely to get two doubles in a row. It seems that the most likely to get a double-double is Watford, um, with games against Spurs and Newcastle as the stated fixtures, and then some combination of games against Wolves, Palace or Burnley also being added into the midweeks. Now, Newcastle uh, are potentially hit with, as I said, more COVID cases as well as their injuries. But I think by the time Watford would be due to play them in game week 22, which kicks off, um, that game week kicks off Friday the 14th of January, 
I would expect Newcastle to be in a bit of a better space in terms of COVID numbers. So I don't think that that particular fixture should be in any trouble. Now, obviously, Watford are by no means the most attractive uh, team from a fantasy point of view. I know lots of people will have picked up Dennis and uh, Josh King, and rightly so, uh, who are doing really well, continuing to tick along with, with some nice points regardless of who the opposition are. But beyond those two, it's really hard to to advocate for many of their players. If you do just want a, a player that's going to play in four games in two weeks, then by all means, um, you could look at uh, picking up some of their defenders. But if you consider the fact that they might not keep uh, a clean sheet in any of those games and could also be on the end of one or two hidings in those games, there's a good chance they come out of those four fixtures with little more than what one guy could get in a, in a single game week clean sheet. So, you know, uh, look at those at your own peril. But obviously there are fixtures potentially against Burnley, Newcastle, Wolves in there who aren't exactly free scoring these days. So maybe you do fancy them uh, to get a clean sheet in there somewhere. The second team with the potential for a, a double-double is another team that may not fill you with much uh, enthusiasm is Burnley who are due to play Leeds in 21 and Leicester in 22. And there are a number of potential uh, opponents they could face in those rescheduled midweek fixtures, uh, including Watford, Everton, Villa, uh, and also possibly Spurs. So some pretty good fixtures in there potentially for them. And I think in a toss-up between gambling on a Watford defender and gambling on a Burnley defender, I would certainly push my chips towards the Claret and Blue side there as they have a pretty settled back four. I think it's highly unlikely they'd rotate even with a two or three day turnaround. And we know from seasons past that they can be productive from an attacking point of view on their day. They haven't been at their best so far this season. But uh, similar to Watford, there are some very winnable matches in there for them. And if they're going to stay in the Premier League, then some of those games that I just mentioned are ones that they are going to have to take some points from. The other team that was potentially going to get a double-double was Leicester, but obviously their game against Norwich has now been called off. Now, if you do have uh, some Leicester players, I wouldn't, you know, that doesn't mean that they necessarily have to leave your team uh, because that second Game Week 21 fixture that could end up being there, um, which I think was potentially going to be Everton, could still go ahead. So it could still end up being a single game week for them in 21 with a double in 22. So again, if your league is particularly tight, um, you know, a one-off fixture against Everton isn't wildly attractive, uh, particularly for the defenders, but it could be worth getting an attacker in and then you'd have them for game week 22 where they'd face Burnley and Spurs. So from those teams, as I said, there should be plenty of those uh, players, particularly defenders, available on waiver piles, even in the largest leagues. And in general, these would be uh, the guys to to get in on the waivers um, early if you really want to stack your team up with uh, double game weekers. Of course, if any more concrete news comes out before the waiver deadline, uh, which goes against any of this, then clearly I'm not going to advocate for you know getting a Watford defender in a one-off game against uh, Spurs. So you just have to uh, play it by ear. The other teams with a chance of getting a double game week this week, um, ignoring next week, uh, game week 22, are Everton, who could end up with a double of Brighton and Leicester. Now, many, as I said uh, earlier, will already have had uh, a defender picked up this game week. Um, So if you're in that position, you can just, just hang on to them. The other team with the potential for a double this week is Brentford, Uh, We know they're going to be playing Aston Villa and then they could either face Southampton or Man United in a rescheduled game 
later in the week. Now again, Brentford are another one of those teams who always seem to have a couple of their defenders available on the waiver pile and double game week against Villa and Southampton, for example, uh, would be pretty attractive. And if there were no other options is certainly something I would consider. And the reason most of these double game week fixtures do actually sound appealing is because Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal and Spurs are all excluded from a potential double in 21 due to them being involved in the Carabao Cup semi-finals. So for example, if you're someone that has been quite stacked up on the Chelsea defenders, uh, maybe you've been hanging on to Chilwell to see if there's any news of his injury um, or there's you know some really bad news comes out about Reese James, then you're actually in a fairly good position to, um, to just free that spot up, turn it into a streaming spot for the next few weeks and try your best to take advantage of these double game weeks because you can get some real massive point swings. The note of caution, though, is is to really keep an eye on what the doubles end up being, because for some, the doubles could end up not looking very attractive at all. For example, if Watford end up with Spurs and Palace, as I said, or let's say Brentford end up with Aston Villa and Man United, then I would certainly be you know, considering some of the, the teams with a single game week fixture, which could be a lot better looking than those with a double. However, with quite a few of those big teams playing against each other, Arsenal and City, uh, Chelsea and Liverpool, uh, as well as games potentially getting cancelled due to COVID and injuries, then it may end up that we're forced to, to look at these doubles anyway. But as I said, without having that concrete news, it's all speculation Uh, and may just involve keeping a close eye on things late in the day on Friday. In terms of of talking about individual players this week, it's really difficult. Um, Obviously, if there's particular doubles to to go for, it's pretty obvious who who you're going to be looking at for Burnley, for example, who very rarely rotate amongst their 11. And and as I said, their back four is pretty settled. So if you want one of them, just pick one of their regulars up. Uh, Watford... Uh, you know, as I said, it's probably the least uh, enticing one out of all the potential doubles, but you do have that uh, potentially double, double, which, you know, would be hard to turn down and certainly worth a punt without anything else. If Brentford end up getting a double in 21, then uh, Visser is one uh, that you could consider with Mabrimo being injured, um, playing up front alongside uh, Tony. He's basically in hidden gem territory. He's, he's owned in, in next to no leagues really, so he should be available in most waiver piles. Obviously that game, that nice game for Leicester against Norwich has been cancelled, but as I said, they could still end up having a normal game week uh, with the move fixture against Everton, followed by a double in game week 22. Uh, and with Vardy out with a, with a hamstring injury and Daka already out with a hamstring injury, then uh, it, sets, it sets it up nicely for Ian Acho to be the main man for a few weeks, um, which as I said encompasses some nice fixtures in there. Um, he's generally fairly well owned anyway and he's been doing some bits lately so if he is free in your waiver pile and um, you've got someone that's not really cutting the mustard at the moment he's definitely someone I'd I'd look to pick up in the short term obviously if if Leicester don't have a fixture this game week then I'd probably wait until next week because you need players that are going to play and uh, with that fixture already down you don't want your squad looking so flimsy really early on in the week as mentioned earlier as well um for Chelsea, we heard that uh, Ben Chilwell is going to be out for the rest of the season as uh, they've elected to uh, do a, an operation on his on his ACL injury. Um, good news if you're someone that's that's managed to pick up Marcus Alonso uh, since his injury. Obviously, if Alonso is free in your league, then definitely, definitely worth picking up. 
There probably aren't any any other direct replacements that you'd be able to find for Chelsea. Again, and also unlikely that you'd be able to find someone of that calibre free in the waiver pile from any of the other top teams. Still unclear what's going on with uh, Kyle Walker at Manchester City. So even though we saw Aki play against um, Brentford, I still expect uh, Zinchenko to get a decent number of games uh, as long as Walker's out. But again, he's been pretty uh, pretty well mopped up in recent weeks, judging by the percentage ownership on FPL Draft Hub. Also, even though it does sound like uh, the Southampton-Newcastle game could get uh, postponed as Newcastle have requested um, that it does so, if there was any late news to say that that game does go ahead, then what a fixture that is to to target because... Um, Newcastle will be without Callum Wilson they'll be without St Maximan uh, potentially without Ryan Fraser as well so really anywhere across the pitch for Southampton um, would be well worth getting in I'd certainly have one of those guys if I knew the fixture was going ahead over a lot of those doubles that we've discussed Um, Ward Prowse is in great form Um, any of their defenders because you know that would be probably the clean sheet to back if that fixture went ahead because I really don't know uh, who would be able to score from the remaining uh, Newcastle players uh, but I'm I'm 90% sure that game will get cancelled but as I said if something came out to say no we've we've had a look at the numbers and it is going to go ahead say that game is scheduled to uh, to go ahead on the Sunday so it could be quite a late decision anyway um, but you know so if there's nothing by Saturday morning and free agency is still open and your squad's looking okay and you've not managed to pick up anyone too bright on the waivers I would certainly consider bringing in, you know, a Walker Peters, a Bednarek, because that would seem as safe six points as you're likely to see in draft FPL. The other team to think about um, who have a single, likely a single fixture in game week 21 is Man United, particularly their defence, because it looks like they're quite likely to have a double in game week 22. Uh, So they're due to play Wolves on the Monday night. uh, And then following that would have Aston Villa, and either Brighton or Brentford to complete a double game week, which is quite a nice one. A lot of their attackers, you know, are pretty much season keepers for a lot of people. So you're only likely to get a hold of them in a trade. But their defenders, uh, you know, their defence is in flux at the moment. And it's not entirely sure. It's not. I don't think anyone at Man United right now is really clear on who their best four are. I think Maguire is, is clearly the safest uh, shout. We've seen... Bailey get uh, brought in for for Varane against Burnley, which is uh, being played whilst I record this. Um, though I should think that's probably just more of a rest because he's coming back from injury. And then in uh, at the fullbacks, then it's really not clear what's going on. I think uh, Dalot is probably the safest because um, Wambasaka hasn't really had a look in since uh, since Ralph took over. But at left back, we see Shaw come in this evening um, in place of Tellez. I mean, just from an eye test point of view, I've not really seen Tellez do very much at all to to stake that spot down. So I think Shaw could have been dropped by managers over the last month or so. And out of all the guys that could be on your waiver pile, Luke Shaw could be the sneaky one to to pick up for the single this week and then a nice double next week. I think my most hidden gem pick this week would have to be Johan Visser, who I mentioned earlier in the pod. Listed as a midfielder and likely to come in whilst Mbwemo is uh, is out injured alongside Tony. Potential for a double game week this week, plus a slim chance of, of a double next week as well, though particularly this week. Um, so, you know, double the chance at getting a return. 
very likely available. So yeah, that's who I'm going to go with for my most hidden gem pick. So that's it for this episode. Again, another slightly unusual episode, just talking about all of these fixture wranglings that are going to be going ahead and will no doubt um, have changed significantly by the time I edit and get this podcast out to you. Um, so do keep an eye on the news. Now, I did want to say, and it's not something I don't I don't think I've ever mentioned it on the podcast before, but if you do uh, trawl down to the bottom of the uh, podcast uh, description notes on whichever player you're on and go right down to the bottom, there is a link on there um, to uh, to buy me a coffee, which is a way of essentially just dropping the podcast uh, a tip by donating an amount of money, which basically is the equivalent of buying a coffee uh, as a way of, you know, psychologically making it sound like it's not too big a thing to do. Um, that link has been down there a little while and obviously haven't really checked my emails very much over the Christmas period. But on logging in today, saw that uh, on Christmas Eve, I got uh, a, a very nice, uh, very generous small tip from from Paul. So I just wanted to say a big thank you to Paul if you're listening. That's very kind of you and it does mean a lot. And just to put it in some context, Paul tipped uh, a couple of couple of coffees which is basically enough to uh, to pay for the hosting costs for the podcast for for one month so that's uh, really kind and and obviously helps keep the podcast going and uh, keeps me motivated to keep uh, to keep doing this so so thank you very much for anyone else who who hasn't really listened much before and this is your first time um, then make sure you are following and subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Do head over to fpldrafthub.com as well uh, because there are a load of features on there um, which should really help you out with your draft planning and uh, and waivers and just getting a grip on how you're doing in your league and it's all completely free. If you want to message me or, or ask any questions for or advice, the best way is to head over to Twitter and give me a follow at fbldrafthubpod. And uh, you can either tweet at me or send me a, a private message uh, and uh, I'll look to get back to you reasonably quickly. So not long uh, between getting this out and the waiver windows. So uh, apologies for that. It's uh, a busy time of year, but uh, probably still worth listening to, even if this is after the waiver deadline for you, um, because I'm sure there are lots of things you can do and tweak during free agency. Um, so best of luck. As I said, keep an eye on those announcements for how the fixtures are. Keep an eye on the app and see if any fixtures get added to the list. Uh, and as always, stay shook. Stay shook.